Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Thanks for that intro, Adele. Um, we weren't expecting you to show up today to sing uh, for the Colleen and Bradley show, but thank you. After such a big night with Oprah and all them celebrities, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Happy Monday, Happy everybody. Happy Monday, everyone. <laughs> Um, and I'm, and I bet we can all agree that there is one person that is having a very happy Monday, and her name is Britney Spears. Shall we get the Cobra Gang Let's together? Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, without the double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, Britney Spears is free after 4,000 years of control. That is how you end a conservatorship. Both conservatorships are donezo. We will talk details. Uh, Don't think you're getting out of jail, Jamie. That's uh, for another day. But let's start with the end of Britney's 13-year arrangement just six months after she had that emotional outburst uh, in the courtroom, although it was virtual at the time. Britney Spears' conservatorship is done. That is, both pieces of the conservatorship are done. There's some, like, bits and pieces, but it was the verdict heard around the world Friday afternoon at, oh, I don't know, roughly, what, four-ish? Thirty, yeah. something. Where were you when you heard that Britney was free? The world kind of went crazy. <laughs> no, it's absolutely true. I mean, I said that kind of tongue in cheek, but it is true because in the world that we live in now, you will get an alert on your phone from your news app. Yeah, and whatever you're doing, you probably looked down at it and you thought, "Wow." Just like that. I mean, especially after the topic that we talked about on Friday, where we talked about like it probably, maybe, but probably won't happen like that. Like there's there's a bigger hurdle than we think to get there. Well, apparently they got over the hurdle. No, yeah. And and it was important to point out. And I remember saying like, FYI, just because it seems like it's uh, a difficult or perhaps longer process than we'd like it to be doesn't mean that they couldn't just end things on Friday. And that's exactly what... Judge Brenda Penny did, thereby shutting down the conservatorship of her estate as well as the conservatorship of her person. And there will be an accountant who's sort of like, you know, crunching some numbers and signing some paperwork until the actual full meal deal is done. Um, But that also doesn't mean that Brittany is just like, like, you know, there were people in place to make sure that. Uh, she didn't fritter all her money away or that people didn't show up and, you know, rob her blind. 
that is not going to be the case because a lot of the people that actually were working for the conservatorship will just kind of go over to, you know, working for Brittany directly, mm-hmm. including but not limited to Jody Montgomery. So the woman who was running the conservatorship of her person will now take on the role of managing her day-to-day affairs as prescribed by Brittany or whatever relationship Brittany would like that to mean. So it's not as though, because you see a lot of these headlines now where people are like, Oh no, now Brittany's just going to destroy. She's you just watch. She's going to fritter all that stuff away. Well, I mean she may, I don't know, but but I mean not, but she, it's in her control now. But like this notion that she is now just, you know, left to her own uh devices, vices. Uh it doesn't matter. Left to her own will, she's going to like, you know, destroy everything because of course, you know, a grown-ass woman and is not to be trusted, frankly. Right. Right. Thank you. Um but very but, important to remember that. But so what it really means is, you know, the judge was like, OK, adults, uh, uh, adults are taking care of this. We're good. We don't need to do this conservatorship anything anymore, because literally not one person was advocating for the continuation of this conservatorship, including the person who essentially put it in place in the first place, which is her dad. Yeah. What does this mean for him? Nothing. I mean, it means he doesn't know what's going on. It means he has no connection with the running of his daughter's career. Has um, anybody done fact, a welfare check on him today? In fact, uh, that's no. I have not seen anything about Jamie Spears. But what I will say is that uh, I know Jody, again, the woman who up to this point, up until Friday, was the conservator of her person in charge of her day-to-day comings and goings, who now will continue to sort of manage things for her. Um, she has filed paperwork or filed legal documents, I think last week before the trial, essentially saying, here's our plan of action for how to wind down this conservatorship. Mm -hmm. Here's our plan for how to put things in place after the conservatorship. And also we don't want anyone to know this plan. This is a, you know, uh, confidential plan, uh, including, but not limited to confidential from Jamie Spears, her father. So he has no... Uh, there is no obligation for anybody to tell him anything about uh, anything com- uh, connected to her life. The ties have been cut yeah. for sure. But it also, well, I shouldn't say but, and it also means that, you know, if somebody decides to pursue legal action against him, and that's up to Brittany now, Yeah. if they decide, if she decides to go after any mismanagement claims against her father, he's... You know, open. It's open season. Listen, that I mean, I'm these are the things that I'm anticipating. And I wonder if you have some of the similar um, thoughts about what's going to happen next. And, and, you know, in addition to. Yeah. I mean, I think we are going to hear more. I don't think that that part of the story is done, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I don't think that the Jamie Spears involvement in the conservatorship story is done being told. And what I mean by that is I do I would imagine given kind of the the vibe that we've gotten very little from Brittany. But um, the things that we've heard from her lawyer about wanting him to turn over any record of surveillance over her digital life or Mm -hmm. over her any like bugging in her home. All of that stuff, I just feel like he's not going to be off the hook for that. And I feel like that will be that we'll hear more about that. Coming up. Yeah. The other thing that I would anticipate and I will look forward to is her opportunity in whatever format she chooses, because I would imagine many formats are available to her 
her telling of her own story in her own words. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hopefully uh, there'll come a time when she feels comfortable doing all that. Right now, I imagine she, I mean, if you check the tabloids, she's already been seen uh, bebopping around uh, out and about driving a car. So I imagine that for the next foreseeable future, we're going to see a lot of those kinds of stories. I don't imagine she's going to be making any business, you know, moves like right away. Certainly that could all change. But for right now, I just imagine she's going to want to continue to do what she's been doing i mean like i don't know about you but britney's been through 14 years but we've all been through a couple years and i don't know that Mm -hmm. anybody at this point you know she's gonna need people she can trust to talk about what to do next with her career if anything you know there's there's this thing of like britney has to do like a seven day a week vegas residency or retire right like there's i don't like there's a happy medium yeah yeah and or there's a medium that's appropriate for her like whatever she wants to do but i don't know that she probably has had the chance or the people around her to have those conversations so i'd say give her some time and maybe we'll learn like the best thing we can all do right now is just let Brittany go for a while and not be obsessed with every damn thing that she posts because what we don't really, well, I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. What I don't need to do is be constantly looking at her Instagram going, what the bleep? Well, I, what, <laughs> yes. And I also would anticipate that there might be. I mean, we might have like a, an interesting interlude here where she is processing what has happened and she has a little more freedom, right? So we might see her saying things and we might not. Um, she may choose to not say anything at all. She may choose to, I don't know, post pictures of her butt. We've already been there. Um, the other thing, though, when you said like the best thing that everybody can do is just kind of like tiptoe away, I would... I would also say I wish the paparazzi would do that. And I recognize that they're not going yeah. to. But, I would like a pony. I mean, exactly, right? Like we you, you can't want a pony. You yeah. can't always get Thank what you, you That's want. That's actually the kind of pony I want. Yeah, ride it. Preferably with Channing Tatum. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you might find you get what you need. Truly though, the the paparazzi following her when she went to convenience stores and went to the bathroom without shoes on or was driving with a child on her. That's what kind of got us to the place where we are um, in some ways. Right. Was the over. Yeah. In some ways, because I think honestly, like she she just now gets to be her. Right. And, right. and that we're going like, honestly, we're going back to game set match. I don't know. Like the sports analogies are not good. I think we're me. in a whole different game now. But my my point. Well, but I don't know, because my point is that like the paparazzi are going to always do what they're going to do. They're There's always, you know, you you plop a rotting fish carcass into the water and piranhas are going to strike True, every single time. Right. I don't know where this analogy is going, but to say that it's really up to the people involved. And if Brittany can't do what she wants to do without that reality, like that's not changing. Like I mm-hmm. wish, certainly I wish, I wish Meryl Streep into the woods that things would be different. And I think this has probably helped. Her story has helped. She in um, inadvertently, because I don't think this was, you know, intentional on her part, but just her story and the way that we've all sort of flocked to it has allowed us to see our part in demanding uh, the stuff that the paparazzi were Mm -hmm. giving us. Mm -hmm. It's like a drug dealer 
right? Now I'm going to just throw all the analogies. Yeah, it's working though. Like piranhas, drug dealers, like, and you I, never knew this I, was I think that's on a unfair Monday. to paparazzi, honestly, because the one thing I think we've also learned by shedding a light on this entire ecosystem is they're just people trying to pay the bills and, mm-hmm. and feed their families too. Now, are there extremes? Sure. But my point is, in saying that it's game, set, match, or blah, 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 is that we're just now back at a situation where Britney is going to have to deal with the world the way it is, the, mm-hmm. the way the rest of us uh, have to deal with. And by the rest of us, I mean other celebrities like her, not us. Right. Because that's probably not going to change. And maybe the, the, the reaction to that then on the part of Britney, and hopefully she'll have the wherewithal now to say that or the strength to and the knowledge and the understanding to deal with it is, Maybe this just isn't what she was cut out to do. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that that's not that's a failure or something, but like my point is, the world ain't going to change very much. Yeah, that's true. And she has the opportunity to decide what she's going to do with that reality. And so, if she does like decide to go away, by all means, I think we should be supporting that yeah. because the more celebrities, the one thing that I've always thought about celebrity is that you very rarely see people leave it. In the mm-hmm. old days, they used to, mm-hmm. you know, old Hollywood stars would sort of go off and to be quite plain about it, like women in many cases would get married and mm-hmm. go off and have a family and disappear. Right. Um, but now it's just so um, it's so alluring. The money is so, you know, the power, the intrigue, all of those things, I think, are too strong for a lot of people to permanently walk away. So it'll be interesting to see if she, you know, does sort of try to do something differently. And if she does, I do hope that she has the support and the tools to untangle herself from celebrity in a healthy, yeah. positive yeah. way so that she is getting her needs met in some way or another. We For just sure. care about Brittany. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we also care about Elizabeth Reese and we care deeply about mm-hmm. all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on my talk. One Oh seven one to my talk dirt alert. Hi, Elizabeth Reese. Well, hello, my friends. Did you bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood? I did. I hope you're feeling refreshed after a lovely weekend. Wonderful, wonderful start to the winter season. It's very true. Wasn't the Adele special so wonderful to watch? It was like the the perfect cap to the weekend. It was such a wonderful Sunday night activity. And it just reminds you, you know, we talk a lot about streaming services and um, all the things that there are to watch out there. But there is something really wonderful. Now, I wish it would have aired on ABC instead of CBS, but that's my own personal bias. <laughs> They're talking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That I'll happily admit. But there's something really wonderful about appointment viewing like that, yeah. where it is gather around the TV. I mean, we literally in our family gathered around the TV yeah. and said, we're going to watch this with Adele and mm-hmm. we're going to hear her. And, and we're going to spend time with Adele. I know. And we were just riveted by the whole performance. It was beautifully shot, beautifully executed, really beautifully put together. One of the things I said last night to Jamie on the other side of the couch, which is that um, whoever was responsible for putting this together deserves like a raise or something because it was just so simple yet so wonderfully perfect for the moment. Mm-hmm. Like it was not complicated. Right. It was, we're just going to let her do what she does best. Now, it was a little like that. There was that delightful moment where they had the marriage proposal, which right. was oddly emotional, but also kind of g- g- sticky. Mm-hmm. But like, I'll grant it. I'll allow it um, because the rest of it was just so very simple and yeah. allowed her to just do you know, her thing. I also think because you had a sea of just super celebrities in the audience. Oh, yeah. such a who's who. That having a couple of normal people yes. come in and experience Absolutely. a normal moment. And I think what what I got out of it, because I felt the same way, but my husband, like Jay, was actually tearing up during that. Well, because, oh, yeah, I think everybody got, you know, I if think, you didn't, you have no soul. Right, what it does is it reminds you that music is there for us in our little moments, but then also in the biggest moments. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's, it sounds cliche to say, you know, you have a soundtrack to your life, but I think it's true. Music touches you in a way that, that other things can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. And that that music last night was touching all of us in all the places. Gosh, she's amazing. She um, really is stunning. You know, what's getting headlines today, too, is a lot of the conversation about her breakup from her ex-husband, Simon, which was, of course, at the core of writing this album. Um, but she talked to also about her recent weight loss. And I thought this was a really interesting what Adele had to say when she was talking to Oprah about this. Certainly something that Oprah can relate to, who has talked a lot about her weight over oh, the years. She definitely was relating all over the place no kidding Adele um, lost about 100 pounds over the last three years and she said um, to Oprah I'm not shocked or even phased by it talking about the attention that has been put on her weight because my body has been objectified my entire career Mm-hmm. And um, and then they were talking about how some of Adele's own fans felt upset and abandoned when she lost weight. Adele said, I'm either too big or too small. I'm either hot or I'm not. And she said about her weight, I was body positive then and I'm bos- body positive now. It's not my job to validate how people feel about their bodies. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I feel no. bad if anyone feels horrible about themselves, but that's not my job. I'm trying to sort out my own life. I can't add another worry i thought that was really empowering oh for sure she clearly has done um a lot and i'm not saying this around her weight i'm saying she's done a lot of work on herself yeah as a human being walking through a world uh, that is complicated and and it and she had a an opportunity to have a conversation about that as it related to her weight. Right. But I think it is about so much more about where she is as a human. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah I think so too. I think um, her, I, I thought she did a nice job. I wanted a little bit more about the, about 
what led up to the breakup in my what? own just kind of like I wanted more information. Right. Like if I was her friend, I would have been like, okay, but yeah, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I just think that line of like, I wasn't happy, I think doesn't necessarily give you enough. But at the same time, she, yeah, the fact that you want enough means she's done her job. She needs right. to protect her child yeah. and her. Absolutely. And ex-husband. you know, listen, nobody, nobody deserves unfettered access to your entire life for sure. And that goes for anybody, whether it's Adele or, you know, your neighbor Gladys. It's very much, I think, in this world where we feel like we have to share everything, I do think it's important. It's a good reminder to, like, examine your own boundaries. Mm -hmm. Examine what you want to share and what you don't. And I think in that weight, you know, to circle back to that weight comment that she made, examine what you're responsible for in other people and what you're not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Turns out you're not responsible for a lot with other people. Right. There you go. So way to go, Adele. I don't know. I kind of want to watch it again. I just loved it. I mean, the music was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. And the musicians were amazing. And I loved that she was in black and all the musicians were in white. And it was just like that Griffith Observatory and the shots of the, um, just like the aerial shots. It was just. Unreal. Yeah. And the sun setting at exactly the right time. I mean, it was just. I I couldn't even stand it. I know. I couldn't even stand it. Um. Let's talk a little bit about some sad news for Lisa Renner. Her mom passed away oh. at the age of 93 after a stroke. Well, she's had a lot going on. I mean, her daughter had that like kind of overdose situation mm-hmm. or reaction to some drugs situation. And then Lisa Renner said, uh, heaven has a new angel talking about her mom. Um, Lisa Renner is 58 and her mom was 93. It's very, that's, it's just, it's sad. It's, it's always sad when you lose. Listen, you always uh, want more time. Yeah, exactly. It's true. It's totally true. Yeah. Um, so Taylor Swift partying with her ex, Joe Jonas, and Sophie Turner after her Saturday Night Live gig. <gasps> no. I didn't watch this SNL performance. I need to go back and watch it because I heard so many people saying it was mm. like the best performance mm. in all of Saturday Night Live musical history. Am I right about this? Well, it was definitely historical. Yeah. It was 10 uh, minutes. She was allowed to, well, allowed. I mean, I don't think anybody allows Taylor Swift to do anything. She's great. Way to go, T-Swift. Do it. She did, because we were watching it, wondering what she would do then for her second performance. Mm-hmm. And she, I think she gave up a second performance. Oh, in order that. to do this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's never happened in the history of Saturday Night Live. That's cool, though. Um, that's a good it way was to do really it. cool. And then on the screen behind her, they were showing the original, uh, they were showing scenes from yeah. the original short film that she directed based on the song. Blake Lively well. directed it, right? No, this is the one she did her own. Oh, she did her Blake own. Blake Lively did the one that came out today. Oh, I gotta watch that. I haven't thing. watched that yet either. Gotta gotta catch catch up. Up on. And we've got the Sex in the City and Just Like That coming out soon. There's a lot to be thankful for this yes. holiday season. Finally. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much thank for that dirt alert. Thanks, guys. We're gonna solve some pop culture mysteries when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we've got these pop culture mysteries to solve. We do it in the form of uh, blind items that Holly brings for us in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Found some hot celebrity gossip mysteries. Gossip. Thank you. It sounds like you like went for a run to find them. Thank yes. you for bringing them all back for You're us. You're welcome. Let's solve this first one. This has been revealed mm-hmm. from earlier this month. This AA minus list mostly movie actress who's an Oscar winner slash nominee was celebrating this week that her entry into the superhero universe will no longer be the biggest bomb in that universe. 
Mm. Oh, Angelina Jolie. Well, think about the movie that she was involved in. Eternals. I don't know who else is in it. And that's fine. You don't need to know anybody in that movie because the woman who is celebrating is not in Eternals. Oh, she's saying she's glad that she's not? She's saying is that she's glad that her movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is no longer the biggest bomb. Uh, Is it Scarlett Johansson? No. Those aren't bombs. No. Jennifer Lawrence? No. She's an X-Men. Um, I don't know the difference. Um, mm, other oh, ladies superheroes. Oh, 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 Is it, um, has she had problem, problematic relationships in the past? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. It's not Halle Berry? No. <laughs> this person starred in a Marvel movie. Colleen, I think you actually have mentioned that you liked this movie. Brie Larson? Yeah. Oh, what was a bomb? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Oh, well, sure. It wasn't as big as Avengers. It was not a bomb that. in my heart. That's right. Well, Brie Captain Larson <laughs> was celebrating because Captain Marvel is no longer the Marvel Cinematic Universe's biggest bomb. Now it's the Eternals. Ooh. But that being said, these movies are still successful. I mean, yeah. yeah, which tells you everything. Yeah, right. So everyone's fine. Yeah, no, really, everyone's fine. Don't worry about it. They'll all be able to feed their families, you guys, mm-hmm. and keep the lights on. So it should be okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Here's another blind item revealed from earlier this month. There are three people involved. Okay, let's do this. Last time, there was no pushback other than from the people of this A-list, mostly movie actor. This time, with a different A-list actor and a rabid fan base... The A-list actress-slash-singer wants zero rumors of a sexual relationship with her co-star. Mm-hmm. Rabid fans. A-list. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Oh. And her co-star, of course, is... Adam Driver? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. no, that makes sense. Who was it the last time, though? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Exactly. Good job, guys. We did it. Yay! Yay! So last time there was no pushback other than from Bradley People. Bradley People. Bradley Cooper's Bradley people. people. Yeah. Bradley Brad- People's Cooper. From Bradley People. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this time with Adam Driver, who has a rabid fan base, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga wants zero rumors of a sexual relationship with yeah, Adam she Driver. She's in that kind of trouble. Mm-hmm. She's trying to win an Oscar over here. Right. Yeah, she doesn't need people trying to like destroy her chances. Also, that's hilarious with her it, Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work Stick with that. the movie House of Gucci because I believe Lady Gaga's character murders Adam Driver's character. <gasps> oh. Spoiler alert. Just kidding. That's what the whole movie's about. And it also happened in real life. Actually, you know, history. Yeah. Mm. Reading's fun. Blinded by the item. (laughs) When you read history, it's a good time. All right. So here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Just as NT Lawyer told you what happened months ago when the singer in quotation marks was free to make her own decisions, the Svengali was going to be there waiting. Mm. He isn't worried about a restraining order. Because he has the boyfriend in the palm of his <gasps> hands. Mohammed Al Turkey. Uh, no, I bet oh, it's Oh the Svengali. Wait. 
Well, that, usually the Svengali is, but it's this time it's um, oh, ding dang. So we're talking it's, about Britney Spears, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. It's the guy who whose name I'm gonna forget now, but he was like an Adnan. Nope, that was her boyfriend. That was the. Um, oh, you mean um, yeah, yeah. The you old, know, yeah. yeah. Sam Lutfi. Sam Lutfi. There it was. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was in there. I had to get into the drawer. You found it. I found it. It's right here next to the paper Which, clips. And the ketchup packets. Yay. <laughs> so. A couple rubber bands, too. Filling in the blank. Good job. So just as NT Lawyer told you would happen months ago mm. when Britney Spears was free to make her own decisions, Sam Lutfi was going to be there waiting. Now, Sam Lutfi isn't worried about a restraining order, which is currently in place. Mm-hmm. That's not a big deal. Because what Auntie Lawyer is saying is that Sam Lutfi has Sam Asghari in the palm of his hands. Oof. Who, by the way, got the superstar treatment over the weekend with his own New York Times celebrity profile. Oh, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I did not see that. Uh-huh. You guys. Oh. Just the same weekend that Britney Spears is free from her. Interesting timing. His plan is coming to fruition. Excellent. More juicy celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. It is not often that a writer and director can just torch a movie before it's even released. But this A-list writer and director is doing his best to make sure no one goes and sees his latest movie. It's bizarre. Writer, director doesn't want us to see his latest movie. Do we know about the movie? Yep. Have we talked about the movie? Yep. Am I going to see the movie? Maybe. Okay. We talked about it last week. We talked about the movie? Yeah. It's not out yet. It's coming out next month. So that means, did uh, we talk about it with our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes? Uh, No, we didn't. Oh, okay. No. uh, This movie, making headlines because the writer-director has been talking about it to the press. Being like, well, why don't you just give it a chance? Oh. Oh, oh, wait, what is it? Is it the Lucy movie? Oh. Who's the writer director? Aaron Sorkin? Aaron Sorkin, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. He wants to kill it before it even uh, is released. Yeah. So that's what the blind item is saying that it's not often that a writer director can just torch a movie before it's even released. But apparently Aaron Sorkin is doing his best to make sure no one goes and sees his latest movie being the Ricardos because he got out on the defense being like, hey, you haters, give it a chance. But by going out there and defending his movie, mm-hmm. perhaps he's already putting it out there that it stinks. Yeah, meaning like if you you don't engage the controversy, if you don't want people talking about the controversy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, well, yeah. that means it really is going to suck. I don't know. Well, we'll give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, again, still it, probably going to want to see this. It could suck. It's just a matter of giving it the chance to suck or not. Yeah. Sometime. And not because of Nicole Kidman's face. Right. Right. Which actually, honestly, I mean, I know she's had a lot of work done, but I did see this side by side in a way I had never seen a side by side of her with Lucy. And I thought, wow, she really does resemble her far more than we gave her credit in the role. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like the appearances could be the least of our concerns. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's that. And there's that. Which is actually Super true. Mm-hmm. Do we have one? Yes, 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 yes. 
Of course, there's more yes, celebrity gossip mysteries. Now, this one has been revealed. This one also from earlier this month. And by earlier this month, I mean like a week or two ago because it's been only a few weeks of the month. Okay. okay. Yesterday, this A plus, and yesterday being November 4th. Let's okay. go back to that time. This okay. A plus list mostly movie actor was told he should make some kind of statement after a controversial social media post. He said he was tired of apologizing and has done so multiple times over the years to whatever group he offended by his actions, and he's just done with apologizing. Okay, so we're going back in time a week. Like two weeks. Two weeks. I yeah. mean, so, two weeks. Math. Who did you just... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Describe this person as? A-plus list, mostly movie actor. Chris Pratt. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you just heard me roll my eyes. <laughs> Here, let's amplify. Thank you. Uh, so, Chris Pratt was told he should make some kind of statement after his social media post where he was praising his wife, Katherine Schwarzenegger. But Chris Pratt said he was tired of apologizing and has done so multiple times over the years. So, he's not apologizing. He's not going to apologize okay, for so anything. That's actually not how that works. What? Like. You can't just be like, I've I've already said I'm sorry for stuff in the past, and so like, I don't have to do that. Like, I've already done that. Yeah, that's not how it works. I I think to me the lesson here for him is if you're gonna engage this thing, you you're like if you're gonna play the game, you have to play by the rules. If you don't like the rules, uh, then don't play the game, which is totally possible. Like, you know. The the world seem he seems to get caught in these like pseudo political things online and in social media, and he seems to play um, what's the word footsie with them. And it's like, well, if you're gonna do that, then you got to realize this is a game, and other people play that game quite well <laughs> yeah and they're that's what they're willing to do but if you're not going to play the game which is totally respectable and frankly if i were a celebrity in hollywood anybody that tried to catch me up in a like political conversation to be the you know to be a pawn in their like troll army i would be like no thank you mm-hmm. and go you know somewhere else but you can't have it both ways and he seems to have this feeling that he can just you know benefit from the game he's playing without having to follow the rules. Right? And that just doesn't seem to well, be very yeah. successful. Also, if that's really genuinely the way that you feel, Chris Pratt, then, you know, don't apologize for it, but yeah. you will receive judgment I, for it. Yeah. Right. Like there's a consequence that's for what whatever I mean by action. The, why, by the game. Like yeah. you, you did that knowing that now you've shown people you will do, you will apologize when you say something. Mm-hmm. You can't just change your mind. I mean, you can, yeah. but now you need to go away. Right <laughs> now, you or, can't play this game anymore. Yeah, or if you do, yeah, if you do decide to not do it anymore, then like expect that there will be repercussions from that, or like a consequence. That's life, man. Yeah, sir. This is not a Burger King. You cannot have it your way right away. Thank you. By the way, you can't always have it your way at Burger King either. Aww. So that's just the world we. I live mean, in. it's true. 
You can't roll up to a Burger King and ask for a lobster. Yeah. They don't have it. Well, I mean, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, speaking of not being able to have things your way right away, Kanye West uh, is saying some stuff about Kim. And oh. Bradley's going to give us what for on that mm-hmm. after this on My Talk 1071. Thanks, Holly. Uh, and thank you again, Adele. We will go easy on you. Uh, twice in an hour, even, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, it sounds like Kanye West has some stuff to say. What is he talking about? Yeah, we need to talk about Kanye and something he said recently about Kim's legal aspirations and, frankly, how the world views her. And he did this on a podcast. So I'm referencing the report of the report because I don't, gen- I, got, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I, I admit I did not listen to this particular one wherein it's okay you don't have to listen to all the podcasts i know right uh okay so he was on revolt drunk champs i don't know what this is but it was episode for november 12th and this was on friday he recalled a conversation he'd overheard between one of kim kardashian's legal trainers and a client now first of all legal legal trainers? trainers Which I just thought was interesting framing because I was like, so she's either going to law school or she's not. But actually, what we've learned, I think, is that she's not really going to law school. She's getting this like paralegal training, which I mean, okay, awesome. Right. Because in California, you can take the bar without having to go to law school. Yeah. But you have to put in a certain number of like intern hours. So I just thought that was a like like it's one of her like physical trainers. She's also got a legal trainer. Like (laughs) I'm going to meet with my legal trainer today. Anyway, during that conversation, apparently uh, the lawyer allegedly started making quote, bad suggestions, which is when Kanye says he knew they weren't really there to help his wife. I was like, man, this dude's an idiot. They got an idiot training my wife. She's going to fail the bar the third time. He claimed that the reason, um, that she's yet to pass the bar is uh, because the powers that be don't want her to be able to make a difference. So she has, she hasn't successfully passed the bar because there are very strong powers at work trying to prevent Kim Kardashian from saving the world, I think is the shorthand we're hearing here from Kanye. And I was like, Oh really? Okay. Well, her, her trainer's an idiot, which just, okay. I mean, yeah, the powers that be, also the trainer is an idiot. Again, okay, sure, I'm all here for conspiracy theories. We do a, you know, a whole thing about conspiracy theory, theories when given the chance. However, it's the reasoning and the rationale behind this that gets even weirder. He goes, I feel like, again, this is Kanye talking about Kim Kardashian. I feel like there's people who might not want Kim to become a lawyer. Okay, that's interesting. I wonder who that could be. I mean, again, I'm here for conspiracy okay. theories. Tell me more. Because you know what happens if Kim becomes a lawyer? No, I actually don't know. I mean, I, I assume she could like add Esquire to the end of her name. <laughs> a dot esq period <laughs> starts might wearing... not even know that that word stands for Esquire. Yeah, uh, starts wearing suits. She well carries a actually briefcase? wearing the suits. Now you're onto something. Oh, because you know what happens if Kim Kardashian becomes a lawyer? Mm, she can't be sexy. That anymore. shirt gets a little bit higher. That cleavage gets a little more covered up. 
They don't want Kim to be a lawyer because she'll stop being sexy. Because everyone knows smart lawyer ladies are ugly. Mm, Ugly, frumpy lawyer ladies with no bosom. Uh, He then noted that, you know, her efforts to become a lawyer have inspired young girls everywhere. Okay, all of these things are contradictory. And I would just like, I don't think I could probably have the conversation with Kanye because I feel like you're just when uh, you're just going to have the conversation Kanye wants to have. And the question I would have for Kanye in this moment is like, well, wait a minute. So she like, I don't get what you mean by like, they don't want her to be a lawyer because then she won't be sexy, but she would like be the best lawyer for young girls. But like, all those are contradictory Mm -hmm. messages. Mm -hmm. Like, can she be a sexy lawyer? Can she be a non-sexy lawyer? Mm -hmm. You know, like what, like, wait, women should be lawyers or they shouldn't because then they stop being sexy. I don't know where you're going, Kanye. He does go on to say there's people that don't want her to affect these women in that way. What? Whatever Who? that means. What? They want her to affect them in that other way and not push legal careers. I think what he means is he wants them like they want they. Who are they? Well, that's the, what I've lost track Illuminati, of. I'm sorry. I, I lost know. the plot here. Illuminati. Okay. Uh, the powers that be. I think he's saying like they want the sexy Kim Kardashian. They don't want the smart Kim Kardashian to which I would say like, that's a conversation for you to have maybe with Kim Kardashian. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is the sexy Kim Kardashian. Like that's her, right? That's her. So I don't think because she becomes a lawyer, her butt stops being on display on a regular basis. So you might want to have a better conversation with her. It's not the powers that be that are preventing her from passing the bar. Oh, because she'll stop being sexy and we all need her to be sexy. I always am we suspicious all- when there's a they that is like this faceless, nameless sort of group of they. people. Yeah. It, it makes it sound like there's somebody organizing against this. And I assure you, we can't get organized to do basically anything so i'm pretty sure there's not like a group this like nefarious group of people who are like having committee meetings about keeping her out of law school again he might just want to tell her to like i don't know do something different maybe get a just his conversation is with her not with they try better Mm -hmm. when we return on the colleen and bradley show uh, deep thoughts on Adele versus Taylor Swift. It'll all make sense, or not, after this on My Talk 1071.